This is 937 a ticket. Look at me short. Look at me short. I'm the captain now. Three-time national champion Vershawn Jackson. Touchdown. Vershawn Jackson, number 34, gets the touchdown. Terrell Farley. Terrell Farley. Is Terrell Farley. Defending Terrell Farley. Who last week in his first start was a holy terror. Number 43. And Jake Bakoven. Coming at you live from the Coppel Chevrolet GMC Studios in the heart of Lincoln, America. On air and online at theticketfm.com. Powered by Bauer. Here he is, Vershawn Jackson. Yeah. 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 Welcome back. Welcome back to the ticket. 93.7 on the black shirt to Real Farley. And I'm with Bach. And I got the captain on the streamline. What's it? What it do, Captain? Captain, can you? What's hear up, me? buddy? Uh, I'm sitting out here. I know it's a little noisy. Can you hear me? Yes, yep. sir. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Okay, good. I I felt like you know now I'm, since I'm stuck here at Jackson Ferry Deal serving the people, you know I, I want to pre- tell everybody I appreciate them coming down and coming out. We've had a great time and turnout, but there's been some 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 great guys that have come to the establishment that have kids, young men that are in the football game. So I'm going, I'm a, I'm a yield for a minute and I'm going to let him introduce himself as to who he is. And then we'll get into the interview. What's up with you fellas? How y'all doing? How you doing there, man? All right. All right. Um, yeah, we're going to put the headphones on him so he can hear me. Yeah, we're going to make it more efficient. So, so let, let, let the listeners and uh, How y'all doing, man? We're doing all right, man. Let, let the listeners and Captain Land know who you are, sir. All right. To the listeners, hey, I'm Lamar McMorris, man, the father of uh, the, the new four-star uh, Isaiah McMorris. You know, we're going we gonna to say four-star because that's what's put out there. But, uh, you know, as his daddy, man, I think he's six. Six-star. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm the father of Isaiah McMorris. All right. So, so here – Go ahead. It's Terrell, if he asking the question. Terrell, I don't know if you can hear me. I can't hear you guys. But I, what I wanted to do is kind of all three of us ask some questions. So, you know, I'll, we'll start with you, Black Shirt, and then Bach, and then I'll chime back in. All right. Let's, let me see what I'm – okay, okay. Um, I know the I, I know the recruiting process is is probably going crazy right now, and um, you know your son's just been awarded. I I I really I seen it on Twitter the other day that he was a four star. But I mean, what 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 does it mean for him to play in state or to take his uh, talent elsewhere? Well, to play in state. Uh... Honestly, it'd be it's simple for me, man. It'd give it give the next up and coming shorties um, the opportunity to, to like, grow up and play for the Huskers once again. Because uh, I was I was once one of those shorties, uh, following you know DJ and them guys in the '90s, and I wasn't even a football player. I was just a fan of, a fan of sports. And man, it's just a hometown, man. So it, it, it hit a little differently when you got a home team, man. That's a, that's winning. That's a winning. Man. Bringing culture and that, that energy, man. So I feel like your son, um, you know, going to Nebraska, I think that that energy would be re-sparked, man. Just just based off of this, you know, things we do on the field is what we as fans we go to the games. With. 
why we why we watch the games. You know, he's electrical. Um, you know, I think anytime he's out, he's out there on the field, he, he, he's going to be able to give you know his team an opportunity, man, for a big play. You know, let alone um, you know we trying to get scores. You know, that's that's the best that's the lingo that I talk to him about. So I feel like he'll be able to you know you know renew the spark, man, in that in that Husker program. You know, and then give give the locals. Um, just that rejuvenated name, man, because I've been hearing about a lot about the locals lately, um, you know, how the recruiting is with the locals and how a lot of local talent get left. You know, I have some, uh, some insight as it comes to that as well, you know, but um, I feel like, you know, some group up to Nebraska, it, it would help the, the culture, um, you know, get back to a, the winning side of things. And, you know, if he left and if he went somewhere else, man, it, it would be, um, because, you know, they have something more to offer, um, you know, to him and, and, and our family than what Nebraska had to offer. Uh, and that could be a wide range of things. So, um, you know, some schools we have went to, you know, they, they have, uh, you know, nice facilities and they have uh, coaches that that's really on the edges of development, you know. And so um, that's a huge you know part of that. So I would like for Nebraska to kind of be on those edges as well. Um, you know, let us know what that development process looked like for three to four years. Um, and, yeah, go from there. Yeah, and, and, and moving on, too, with his – I mean, they've got a dynamic team out there with Bellevue West, uh, Daniel Kalen, Davon Hall, along with with Isaiah. Um, what, do you, what do you – have you kind of talked to Isaiah about maybe his timeline here? Would, would there be a benefit in deciding his college – before the season to focus on Bellevue West, or do you think that's something that um, he can kind of handle if he needs to moving through the season? Well, you know, I always, I always put him to the test. You know, we kind of being um, playing sports, we always had a plan. We always have a plan. You know, I think that's key is to have a plan. So up to this point, you know, with recruiting, I feel like he done, he done came late on to the recruiting because of the previous, uh, you know, school that he was at. Um, he spent two years there. Um, his name really wasn't out there regionally, let alone nationally. Um, he, he wasn't known locally there those two years. Um, however, when he went over to uh, Bell West, I think that, you know, things that he did, um, his play, and he got his name out there regionally and nationally. And so, um, you know, I, I, I do feel like um, – when it comes to coming, you know, making a decision and a commitment, I always tell them to, you know, we're gonna be patient. We've always been patient with everything. Um, in my mind, though, you still have to prepare and plan. So this is my opinion on what I pitched to my son. Also, he makes his he makes his own decision. I feel like we need to look at a couple of the teams. Some of these teams that's uh, playing, you know, you're hearing a lot about a lot of these teams, new coaches. It's crazy because. Over ninety-five, over eighty-five percent of the schools that's looking at Sun or that's on Sun, they either have a new whiteout coach, a new head coach, or it's just something just changed, right? So it's like the pitch is to rebuild the program. Like that's what you know. A lot of these coaches is coming on to tell us, you know, Sun to help rebuild the program, which is good, you know. Um, so with that being said, it's it's I want to see how those programs perform. Um, Week one, week two, you know, especially, you know, you think about Nebraska and Colorado. That second week, that's a home game for Colorado. That's huge. That's huge for college football, if you guys don't know, just just period. Um, so that's something that I would like to see, see how the offenses are, uh, see what the 
see what the offensive coordinator, you know, how he handled things under pressure, especially at, you know, at Nebraska. Um, definitely looking at how they do go, you know, do certain things. And so, uh, and then from a playing standpoint, I feel like you need to, they got a league zero game. They're the only team that's playing, like, you know, within Bellevue and Dick Miller in Omaha. Um, I think that right there will help build his value, you know, uh, build his case. Um, to be a you know as a as a better athlete from when he first started this year, so I just feel like he got a lot of meat on the bone still, man. That we got to show to a lot of people, you know. So yeah. You so I got I got to I know the 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 question of the day. Take those off. Can you hear me good? Once we take those off, okay. The, the, the biggest question that I have for you, McMorris, is, you know, talking about NIL. It seems like no one wants to talk about NIL. It's, it's a big secret. It's a big no-no um, or whatever the case may be. But you are knee-deep in trying to understand this NIL game. How does it work? How can it benefit? What type of kids are, are, are the guys who get the NIL? So what is your um, – what has NIL been for you and son thus far? Okay, so NIL again, name, image, and likeness. Uh, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta put the thought on what that really is. Name of the athlete, image of the athlete, which is his appearance, and the likeness. Like, how well do your fans like this athlete? How well do your fans like this product? And nowadays, we can measure that. We can measure that through social media. You got all these. Uh, political sites that that uh, evaluate these athletes so there, there's so much data out there that that says this this athlete is is worth this amount right now and he projected or forecasted to be worth this amount three years five years ten years from the line like we got so much data out there now we didn't have that before so with that being said when it when it comes to the nil i think i think that um we gotta we gotta be able to allow the athlete and the families of the athlete to have a voice on on how they would like the direction of they of their their athlete to go. Whether that's with the school, whether that's with you know friends of the school, whether that's with um, coach, it, it doesn't matter, right? We gotta have those conversations. And just my experience from going to certain schools, um, you know, some coaches and some individuals is uncomfortable. We're having the conversation because they just uneducated, and we are all we are all it's all it's new to a lot of us, right? So my whole thing is, um, when you have a product, like I tell my son, he's the product, and the things that he do is entertainment, and that entertainment is why people come buy tickets and come see games and you know come watch him play and so forth. So and that's the same that's the same formula when you go to college and then when you go to pro. So now that we we have the high school level of things, we can have those conversations, you know, with with uh, local business uh, people or or whatever the case may be. Like like how can we uh, put funds in the pool that will support the athlete? Because Nebraska is one of those states where high schoolers can get an NIL deal. So when you hear that Nebraska high school, Nebraska athletes can get an NIL deal, in my mind, when you're in high school, you're still developing. You still need proper work, nutrition, food, right? You still need adequate 
uh, training and equipment to make sure that you get better. So those are still those are still expenses for a parent that they still have to um, provide for their shorty to maximize on their potential. So what NIL allows is for individuals to say, you know what, we can help with that now. And there's so many athletes that honestly that come from the inner city where they just don't have the financial means. So if you have people out there and it's legal where they can help you, they can help your athlete from 10th grade to 11th grade gain, you know, three more pounds of muscle, put them in this training facility uh, where they can, you know, learn better habits on strength and conditioning, you know, what have you, that's where we are at today. And so as long as we can have those conversations and set up the right resources, honestly, the athletes will, 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 will benefit in the end. And here in Nebraska, just honest opinion, I done did my research. Nebraska is in the top five for NIL opportunities. NIL opportunities. So that means that they have the means, right, to give athletes the opportunity early to maximize on their talent and be better. So that's my take on NIL. Um, I don't think it's, it's not going to go anywhere. I think the more we have these conversations and be comfortable with the athlete and the parents, um, the better it is for anybody and uh, the media for whoever, you know, so that's my take on NIL. Uh, just trying to bring his food out here so he can be smacking on line. <laughs> hey, but, 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 you know, another question I got is, you know, a lot of times, especially in this market where uh, I think he's going by on purpose now. Uh, <laughs> oh, we had a motorcycle go by, okay. <laughs> in this market where NIL is big for some, small for others. How important is saying, I'm going to go to the University of Nebraska, I'm being facetious, right? I'm going there, I'm done. I'm not doing anything else. Shouldn't we be able to use the NIL to be able to get something like that done? Absolutely. Where we know that these kids are, if you can get NIL as a high schooler, what are we doing? Are there any collectives that approach you from a high school's perspective? They haven't, they haven't, they haven't approached me. Uh, I done made some phone calls to, to some uh, companies and businesses. And one thing that I'm coming across is honestly, it's, it's, it's the, the scared of risk. Like you, if you in business, you had to you got to take some risk at some point. But when it comes to nil, you're 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 scared of risk, and it's well, because but it's new. The, but, but wait, but what's the risk? Because at the end of the day, mm -hmm. if I'm running the nil collective, mm -hmm. right, and your son is out there, and I don't want him to go to Georgia, USC, Oklahoma, all these other schools that's all over Mr. McMorris, and if you believe he's not gonna have a better season than he had last year, you're crazy. And so there got to be something out there to me that has to be some literature. There has to be some conversations. How hard is it when you go into these schools now that they're calling you all the time and have these conversations with these coaches? And, I, again, I don't know the legal beagle jargon if they're supposed to. Or even let's just talk about the collectives. Yeah. Have the, any of the collectives from all the schools that have – recruited you been in contact well they've been in contact so how the nil set up you have directives and you have the collective right directives are straight straightforward people who are able to just pay right out they don't they, they want to be made anonymous 
all that good stuff. Then the collectives is more people. You get you get small money from you know this business, that business. They want to be recognized. They want to they want to they want you to put them on your social media and so forth. So when it comes to when it comes to when it comes to that piece, I think um, that's what's not getting put out there. And from a Nebraska from Nebraska standpoint, with having resources, it's the risk is who can we trust? And I'm I'm in North Omaha. Isaiah McMorris is my son. I have a local nonprofit organization that's solidified through the state of Nebraska. So who can we trust to make deals with that's going to support this athlete? And it's it's just it's hard to trust a father from North Omaha that's a very involved in a child's life. Mm-hmm. That's very hard to trust. It's very hard to trust when it when it comes to money. However, if you make a deal with an athlete, who's supposed to trust in? It's the athlete trusting the person making the deal. Mm-hmm. Period. So that totally cuts you out. Exactly. If the kid's not strong-minded, it yep. comes back and say, hey, dad, yep. blah, 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 gave yep. me this yep. or wants yep. me to do that. Yep. Now, all of a sudden, you take the power away from you as a dad yep. and as the ad- advisor mentally to yep. see – we we don't we don't see the, the the work that you put in with Isaiah. Right, right. right. We don't see. Right. My brother was just talking about it when they had him at in the seventh grade at the Warriors. Yeah, and and I guess he must have been on the bench a little bit. Yeah, and my brother would be like, just put in Isaiah. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Isaiah get in, and before you know it, he's at an eighty yard touchdown run. Yeah, yeah. You, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. So it is the. And we can talk about this, right? We 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 gonna throw it to break. And it's it's important because it's you know here nil uh, a lot of athletes getting hit with taxes, so mm. they get they get they get hit with so many fees and penalties all because it, it, it's not a trusted source. It could be a parent, it could be a coach or whatever. It's not a trusted source that's educating. Him. So what I'm doing as his father, I'm educating him before the deals come. That's where we win at as a community, as a people with nil. Hey. Lecture, throw it to break. I can't hear you, but throw it anyway. All right. The fastest two hours on the radio is coming to an end very soon, but we got a couple of more segments go through. This is the ticket 93.7 on the black shirt. Terrell Farley, I'm with. Bye. And we got the captain online. We are powered by Bauer. Yes, Bauer. sir.